0: What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. Another great Sunday with Say That. It's your boy, Repeat. It's your boy, Remy, in the building. You
1: know what I'm saying? Go to that
0: Alex MMC in the building. Today, we got a special guest. Bro, we got a very unique guest. Is this our first poet? Our first poet. Our first poet, Amanda Shea. Amanda Shea. What's going on? In the building. Hey,
2: Introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm Amanda Shea, like the butter. And she's wearing a DAP
1: shirt. For our friends to know. I am. Supporting the local. I am.
2: Thank you. Well,
1: Pete's over here (laughs) supporting supporting white people. Come on, Pete. bro. It's Black History Month, though. What is this?
2: (laughs) he
0: put me on the spot like this. But the sweater is
2: cold, though. (laughs) Low-key. like That's a double entendre. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all can't see it, but it's
0: cold. They'll see see in the pictures. Yeah, facts, facts.
2: It's ice cold.
0: So, Amanda, let's get into it. You know what I'm saying? You're a poet. Probably yes. the first poet on say that. i probably are uh, the first poet on That's say awesome. that. Well, of
1: course, I, I did a little bit of poetry. You know what I'm saying? As a kid, hey. I, I used <laughs> to love slam poetry. I fell in love with it on like YouTube. I just like watching one day and I was like, mm. damn, the way they put words together, I could never. So I was real. So I used to. I used to have. I still have a speech impediment. So I used to watch them because they would talk a little slower than everybody, and they would you know enunciate their words, and I couldn't do none of that. So I would just watch them to, mm. to to learn how to talk a little
0: bit.
2: Practice makes perfect, though.
0: And we've had rappers on the show, obviously, and they are in a form, you know, poetry through arts, but you are poetry on a whole nother level. You know, no music, spoken word. Have you ever tried to Same rap? Same word, you know.
1: Because uh, you <laughs> next to a lot of microphones, one day you
2: had to have spit a rap. I
1: gotta yeah. hear this.
0: You start just doing a beat to your poetry, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's gonna come up. Uh,
2: yeah, actually. Um <laughs> Talk about it. I laugh because I'm just like I am not a rapper. <laughs> um, I'm really not. I have way too much respect for lyricists and rappers to ever self-proclaim my, myself as one. However, I have paid homage to the art. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out LFOD Radio. I did my first like ever 16. Oh um, my God, you did it on the air? I, I know I did. Whoa,
1: You you like? All right, first 16 of okay. my life on air. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, yeah. as most people know, I was on LFOD uh, radio as a host, uh, co host with Uncle Sam and Alex Ball. So, yeah, we had the LFOD cipher. They do them every year, it's the alumni cipher. So, anybody who goes up during the year are eligible to come and spit a 16. So, we had Poet spoken word artist my bro d ruff also a part of if you can feel it you can speak it tbs uh yeah so he had went up and i remember being in the room and i'm thinking he's gonna spit a poem you know nah (laughs) my bro just did a freestyle like off the top and was like this is what i'm doing here i am and i knew i know that d ruff can rap, yeah. Like I do. He don't like to call himself a self-proclaimed art, uh, rapper either. As so, I, I respect that. However, boys got bars. So when he did that, I was just like, bro, I can't. Now, now my show is next week. Like I can't come up in here and spit yeah. no poem after he just did that, and he's a whole spoken word artist. So I challenged myself. Oh, you felt
1: the pressure, right? There. I did. Yeah, I,
2: yeah. I did. I felt the pressure, and I was like. I need to, I just need to do it. Just like, just do it. So like Nike, just do it. So. I want to shout out Brandy Blaze Brandy Blaze and Free for helping me with that because like they helped arrange first of all I'm a spoken word artist so I have way too many words to try to fit into a 16 yeah, yeah. so I like that That's it cool. hurt That's my cool way of it. It, it hurt my heart to cut stuff
1: yeah you probably wrote like a whole 30 you probably wrote like 32 <laughs> I, bars yeah nah, 100 like, bars like dead, like, dead ass not even
2: counting them you were just like yeah. dead, dead ass not on beat nothing it was just like this is how I feel <laughs> Um, and sis looked me and was like uh yeah so instead of saying you you could be like chew you yeah (laughs) you know like cut these and i was just like this is hard and i just had so much respect from like i've already had respect but like just in that moment i was like yo this shit ain't easy and then i did a little uh i spit on something else I spent on three different other tracks, but I just realized in the moment I can't talk about them because they're not out yet. Yeah. But I'm just, you know, I'm just having fun. Nah, but I'm not course. a rapper. But you don't have I to. I don't be a know rapper if it's fire. Rock. I mm-hmm. wouldn't be like, amanda I has got bars, but you know. But, but it's a little it's a little fun thing.
1: But when it drops, you're gonna promote it though?
2: Uh that's the
1: biggest question right there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so hey jabs. <laughs> Jabs will probably be listening to this, like, oh, so you ain't just going to promote? Nah, we're going to come out with something like really, really quick. I'm on a track with um my guy, one of my best friends, Jabs, and uh, I'm doing something on there. I spit like another, like 16. It's but you're an
1: artist. You could, like, I feel like as an artist, you should venture out almost in every single direction because, to be honest, you could rap for for five years and realize I'm a better producer. And that's That's what happens. Like Young Bird, Young Bird was a great rapper, like a you know he was wack to me, but he made mad money off it. And then, (laughs) and then (laughs) he became that's not even his
2: name no more either. Well, because he then became a producer. Yeah, he ended up switching it up. Now he's a top producer though. That's crazy. Hitmaker, I think it's hitmaker. I think he's hitmaker now. But
1: so that's but that's that's happened several times. So I tell people like Michael B Jordan has a rap song. I think.
0: Victor right now, got a rap song out. Well, bro. no, he, he didn't.
1: He, Michael B. His, Jordan
2: can, for the record, can early, never do no wrong in my eyes. No, period. watch that video. And it that's was on the worst, Mary. Yeah. That's on Mary. Had no, a little lamb. Wow, no.
0: ah, she said, no, no matter what he does, no matter no, no, no. no, what he as does. As
2: Q, Q, touch, you,
1: listen, as long as you cute, you can get away with shit. But that, listen, you go back and hear that know. shit, you can understand why he stuck to acting but he tried it. <laughs> Everyone tried uh, it though. No, you have like a But I get it. Thing.
2: I get it. I'm there definitely an artist who doesn't like think of herself in, inside of a box. Like I definitely like to venture out. I think art comes in all forms. So I definitely am one of those people. As far as rapping, yeah, like Are you, you competitive? Know. Um I'm an Aquarius, so I feel like I see when people start looking away <laughs> That's when you're like, damn, maybe uh, I'm competitive with myself though. So like, I don't I don't I don't compete with other people, but I compete with myself. I'm my biggest competitor. So like, when I'm looking at something that I've done or something that I wrote, I'm always like, mm, how, like I'm on some j Cole shit like and looking at my old oh, shit, no I could top it, type Ew. shit. You know what I mean? Like got bars. He does. Like, you know what I'm saying? Period. Period. Um, But like I look at it like that. Like, how can I do better? Like, how can I how can I stretch my creativity? How could I put more of me in it? Because I feel like I hide a lot of who I really am. I don't really like talking about myself. It's crazy because I have so many interviews, but I don't like it. I'd rather just like people just look at the art, view the art, consume the art and then, you know, see me as an afterthought
0: so why poetry why did you dive deep into poetry
2: it was i feel like it was the safest thing for me in a sense even though it wasn't safe at the time like even now when i look at everything that i'm doing i'm like poetry's still my bag you know what i mean like i love doing film i love creative directing i love visual art like photo shoots and stuff and i really love music but when it comes down to like actually being on the mic i'll spit a poem and feel just really comfortable Whereas the other things, like I'm still anxious and nervous and still trying to figure out how I feel about those things. But I've been writing since I was a kid, like since eight. I started initially being like on some dear diary stuff and then it kind of just evolved from there where it became journal entries and then like spoken word and then I would take apart music lyrics from some of my favorite songs and like delete them and then just rewrite my own lyrics to them and try to sing the parts and fit and bend the notes and like I always wanted to sing I've always want I knew I always wanted to do something with art. I was also a gymnast, so like I was really really flexible. I loved watching people tumble and flip and, you know, do these amazing tricks with just their pure body strength. It is like a beautiful art form and it is really really hard. I look at that just like i look at aerial arts like i love aerial arts and i love pole work i really do like people always think like of poles they're like oh stripper but like nah it's it's not just uh exotic dancers which i believe is an art form period you know how hard yeah, 100%. that is yep,
1: yep,
3: it's
2: an art form it is absolutely beautiful like when you take the sexualization away from it like and you just watch how they have all this upper body strength and being able to do all of these beautiful like things it's just amazing to me i'm more inspired by like the strength and like the agility that makes me really appreciate it and also like I said coming from a background in that like I was a gymnast I know what I know what kind of tolls it takes on your body
1: because you, you, you you've been there personally you know how hard it is to it is. To, to begin that then get good at it, and you could see if, you know with your eye like this and trust been your doing body
2: you have to trust your body like it is a cell it is like a I don't know how to describe it it's like you rely so much on yourself you have to have so much confidence in your like in your ability and know when like enough is enough or like when you're overdoing it or 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 you're exhausting your body like that oneness that you feel is an art I, I don't to be honest now that we're talking about this it's crazy because I'm like damn I don't even feel like that right now damn Today's my birthday too, so now hey. I'm really happy like birthday. happy birthday, Thanks, y'all! What a reflection, because I don't. The first say that birthday. That we never is. had Thank nobody come. <laughs> we literally. nobody had came and waste their time on their birthday. That's what that's you do. That is definitely not <laughs> a waste of time, <laughs>
1: y'all. Yeah, it's not my yeah, birthday. No. Like what? y'all are lit. No. Stop no. it. Popping bottles in the stoop. I would have came with some Grammy. I would have came with some more like
2: popping coffee mugs in the stoop, but it's cool. Aying
0: in Starbucks, but nah. But that's interesting.
2: Thank y'all. I'm gonna go back to that. Thank y'all, because I will definitely reflect back on on that right now so thank you for bringing that up and bringing that to the surface of course. that's like that's why art is so beautiful is because you never know what's going to come up even in this is this is an art having yeah, a conversation yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. absolutely so thank beautiful. you for that wow comfortable in my body when i was a gymnast and as a kid and not comfortable now interesting interesting good
0: talking points on this show you know what i'm saying and i love how you said that art itself is this major piece of history because like you said previously exotic dancing poetry even that's been around for Mm -hmm. eons and centuries and Mm -hmm. centuries you know prostitution not you know sorry conversation but it's the oldest job in the book quite Mm -hmm. literally Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so why do you think that you know as kind of societies progress we've kind of like strayed away from those types of jobs those like you know jobs that have been around for all of human history and we kind of have turned a bad eye to them because when you kind of mention to you know some parents or some of the older generation that when they're like you go going to art school i'm like okay what are you going to do for a real job i'm like yeah my art is a real job yeah you know what i'm saying yeah so why do you think that that has progressed to the point where actually these ancient arts are insulting to some people
2: that's heavy it's hard for me to answer that question because i don't think on that perspective from that perspective I can just speak from my experience I think I think a lot of different things play a role in that right and like how people view certain certain um, jobs we can talk about art I'll focus on that so like for me I was an accountant for 10 years and when I told my mom and my brother that I was gonna quit they were like what I was like yeah I'm gonna be a full-time artist and my brother said to me, like, no bullshit. He was like, yo, you're going to end up homeless. Wait, what year is this? They told you this? This was 2016. Okay. Yeah. Easy. I I took the whole, like, step. 2016. Uh, uh, 2017, I'm sorry. 2017. November of 2017, I quit my job.
0: And then you took that transition to a full-time artist. Yes. How does that transition help you or how did that go for you?
2: It sucked because I felt like my family like didn't back me. And I also didn't have a, like a backup plan. Like this was just going to be it. And at the time I really didn't have no business quitting my job. Like I was making, (laughs) like I was made, I was making good money. Like, let's just (laughs) put it like that. Like I was making really good money as an, like I supervised the entire accounting department. Like that was my job. And you know, I was proud of myself to make it that far. So there was like a lot of different things that came into that. So like one, I never went to school to get my CPA or for accounting. I went to school for criminal justice and paralegal studies. I was going to go to Suffolk Law, got accepted and all that. I don't tell a lot of people that because I didn't end up going. Long story, but I didn't end up going. Yeah. I ended up going to Mass Boston, which was a really dope experience, to be honest, and I was way less in debt, <laughs> which, is, totally. which is great. is great. not get on it. Um, yes, that part. <laughs> but... So to make my way as I'm going through college I went to RCC got my associates then went to UMass Boston got my bachelor's and as I was like in school I was constantly finding jobs where I was like billing or doing some kind of like financial work so to make my way up to that point and like working for one of the top nonprofits in Boston with no degree and my and my controller looking at me like yo we're gonna pay for you to go to school like you can really do this and you'll be making six figures in no time i was just like oh shit, i made it You know, and once I got there and it was like once I got it, I was like, I don't want this shit. And at that, I was really submerged into the art scene in Boston. I was also hosting an open mic at Dudley Cafe. I was going to feel it. Speak it. I was every I was everywhere, like everywhere. And it was like I was burning the candle at both ends. So I was just like, I need to make a decision. Like, what do I want to do? I wasn't making a lot of money gigging to be honest or hosting at that time but something in me was like nah this makes you feel really good and like this is your happy place and like vulnerability between strangers is the most beautiful thing it bonds you for real like i'm about to cry i'm all like soft um that's my cancer (laughs) but um yeah like i like real connections with people you know like that to me doesn't feel like work So when I told my mom and my brother and my brother said that to me, that was a fear. Like, I almost got scared. I'm a mother of two. Most people don't even know that. I don't broadcast my kids on social media for obvious reasons, you know. i just don't. I just don't do that. And, like, honestly, my 13-year-old will kill me if I put him on. Like, Mom, really? (laughs) I can hear him. Like, why are you taping me? Um, And he's also a Sag, so he's just like that. But I don't put – I have a 17-year-old and a 13-year-old, Eric and Jaden. And I just – I was scared. I was just like, yo, what am I gonna do? I went from making a lot of money to making $25,000 a year and had an $1,800 rent every month, market rent. Like, I just didn't know what the hell was gonna happen. So I took a side gig. I was lifting. I was also an Uber driver. And I tried to like make it that whole entire time, like off of gigging and off of lift driving. And like, it worked. I kept at it. And I just ke- kept finding my purpose was this. Like, sometimes sharing yourself with people is a lot. But, like, the bond that you get from that and, like, the understanding is something that you can't put a price tag on. Facts. Facts. Like, you just can't. And your soul, man. Sometimes
1: when you work at these places and you feel whether restricted or held back or, like, kind of tied to them, it's so draining, to be honest. It's it defeating. is. It's
2: defeating really is it Amen. is but you have to persevere through that like anything worth having it's gonna be a couple bumps and bruises and battles you know what i mean it's just Amen. that's the way that it is and even when you know i i listened to somebody yesterday say uh it was whitney houston i was watching whitney houston's documentary and like she was saying she was like people think because you have like fame and success and money like all of a sudden you don't have any real problems like that's a real thing you don't know what people are going through they could be having a family member that has an ailment they could have an ailment you know what i mean something could be going on you know they could be in a dv situation they don't even nobody even knows it or they could be sitting here having a an addiction problem behind closed doors we don't know people's stories so like who are we to judge you know what i mean nah, I'm so I'm that's kind of tough
1: in here
2: yeah it just I'm got sorry. tough in here. Yeah, that's,
1: that's how it's supposed to get be, your though. napkins you know ready you
2: your story it's man?
1: crying Tom
2: no, nah, it's real shit. <laughs> These interviews allow me to like reflect back on where I come like how far I've came. Like uh, there's been times I wanted to like just go back to accounting. There was there was a year straight where like every single day I would get a new email like, "Hey Amanda, so and so is hiring for accounting." And it, I would see the price tag on it and I'd be like, "Damn. Am I sure I'm doing the right thing?" You know, am I sure? Shit, my cable and my lights are about to be shut off. And, like, I'm robbing Peter to pay Paul. And, like, I got to tell these kids, you know, like, people don't know that. It's, like, one of the highlights of my career, like, three days later, I was in a homeless shelter. Like, most people don't know that shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. I just, I feel like, I don't know. I took, spoken word has saved my life in so many ways. Art. Art has saved my life in so many ways i people ask me they're like you're so busy you're so busy and like some of it i ain't gonna hold you like i would be lying if i said it wasn't strategic but there's a lot of it that's not and that's how i know the universe is like this is your purpose because things just keep happening and keep finding me and what's beautiful about it is like i love so many people in this beautiful community that i'm um, I'm sometimes put in positions to help other artists, and that right there is worth more than anything in the world, period, dot. Yeah, 100%. When you can fulfill and, like, do a collaborate and unite and and, and perform with and share space with some of these beautiful people, like, it is crazy. I've learned so much from so many people, like, period. That's why I don't have a problem with people dming me or hitting me up and being like yo how do i do this or yo could you tell me like how i would market this i would be giving away free game all the time because i'm like what there why not? no need to
0: bottle it in nah. and keep it
2: like let's share the resources if i get on i don't know uh what's his name um brandon leeks and one America's Got Talent yeah. as the first sp- spoken word artist, yo, bro, hell yeah. Because guess what you just did? You just busted open the door for people like myself and all these other spoken word artists who wouldn't necessarily think that was a platform for us. Now go bust it up. Yeah. You know what I that's- mean? Like, that's what it's about is like building on that and keep pushing the door open to let other people through. If you ain't doing that shit, then what are you doing this for? Like, what are you living life for? Yeah. It's right. like the pay it forward. We just judge people so much on so many different levels, and it's just crazy to me. It's like I was in line, and we were at Dunkin' Donuts, and, like, they were doing this pay it forward shit, and, like, somebody would pay for the other person's thing in front of them and so, so on and so forth. And this one dude didn't pay, like, for the person. And everybody's, like, looking at him like, you mother... And it's just like, damn, but, like, what if he didn't have, what like he didn't have it? Yeah. What if he didn't have it? What if... You know, it was between this coffee or him having to walk the next 10 blocks to his job. You know what I'm saying? And he decided to get the coffee to keep his hands warm while he's walking the 10 blocks. Like, we don't know these things. So, like, why are we sitting here automatically thinking he's an asshole? He don't want to do it. Or the bill was mad high. He was like, nah. Ain't no way he spent yeah,
1: $75 at Dunkin' Donuts, motherfucker. <laughs>
2: we won't even ask somebody that. We'll just, like, <laughs> look at them crazy and, the like, mutter under shit. our breath yeah. and assume shit. Rather than be like, yo, bro, like, you good? Like, we doing a whole thing over here. And then allowing him to explain whether or not the the excuse or the reason is yeah. justified to you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, give people a chance. Fuck out of here.
3: Facts. <laughs> Absolutely. I
1: don't know. So The comedian, me always wants to be an asshole in a situation. But I but. think it's cool to do those things. Yeah.
0: I I did that. I happened a couple of weeks ago. There was like the drive-through guy came. He was like all excited. He's like, "Oh my god, you know, we got six people." And you know, my mom did it obviously. And the bill was like nineteen bucks. I was like, "Damn, these people spend a lot of money at Dunkin." But that's what you know. I just like seeing the joy in like the drive-through workers' face because mm-hmm. he was like, "Wow, you know." He was like, "We're six cars deep already." And you know, it kind of don't happen if it's a car because you know someone's like, you know, what did this person buy? Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm. That's what I'm glad you touched on. the the love within the community because, like I said before, this pandemic has taught us we're kind of all we got. Mm -hmm. And as much as uh, people don't want to hear that, that's kind of the truth Mm -hmm. because these cities like New York and L.A., they didn't get the reputation because everyone just came there and it was this metropolis. They got the reputation because the people from that city worked together to build that reputation up. Like you go to L.A. right now, you know, Snoop Dogg, uh, Roddy Rich, Ken. Kendrick Lamar, all from that area. Nipsey. Uh, exactly, R. P. Nipsey, uh, all from that area, and all built that name up through the community, especially Nipsey. Hundred percent. That's a good thing you touched on that two <laughs> way, especially Nipsey. Big facts.
2: But that's one.
0: It's good to hear, you know, from an artist like yourself that that's the truth, and that's what we all kind of have to start to believe in.
1: Yeah. Did you Did you like the scene right away? Like, did you hmm. like? Cause I'll be so. I, I'm a comedian. <laughs> and when I started doing stand-up comedy, the first time I walked into the scene, I was like, oh, it's mad white in here. I was the only person that even looked like me. Or there was like an Asian. Like I felt kind of outcast. Mm-hmm. And then because you're walking into a community, people already know each other. So mm-hmm. there's already clicks and links up. And I'm just sitting dolo like, mm-hmm. I'm going to meet somebody some way. And I got into the habit of, Introducing myself, everybody in the room. I used to go in and get like, "Yo, Alex, Jesus, comedian." I just want to introduce myself. I just have conversations, but I used to when I first got in there, I was just like, "Damn, this is like this is where I want to be," but I didn't know it looked like this at the time.
2: When you spoke about that, so many things like passed, like my mind and like experiences. One was like, I just identity period. And like, how do you identify? And like, when you walk into rooms, what does that make you feel like? Because you name that with being amongst people that don't look like you. And then another one was like clicks. I think in my, exp- I'm gonna keep it a buck cause it's my whole birthday and we don't, yeah, we're yeah, just gonna, gonna be lie. transparent. We're transparent. I'm gonna try to be as PC as possible yeah <laughs> I think for me um my experience has been yeah <laughs> in the beginning it was really hard because also I'm not a Bostonian and I think that most people know that when they look at me which is crazy I don't know how but they just do so in the beginning when I first was getting out here I reached out to a lot of people and I was left on scene left on red yeah it wasn't nobody was really messing with me like that and I also think it's not even necessarily like a personal thing all the time I think that just people just be busy now looking back at it yeah. but I just I would go to certain people and ask for advice like yo how do I navigate the scene and I just didn't feel like they gave me genuine advice or or sincere advice yeah. um, which was really hurtful to be honest but people can be fickle and people can flip-flop and I think that sometimes no matter what city you're in This is not just a Boston thing, because I've moved around a lot. People can just not give you a shot because they don't know who you are, know what you stand for. Sometimes you have to build yourself up to be seen as somebody, which I think is disgusting, personally, because... Even I've been told on certain occasions, like Yo Amanda, like you think everybody's dope. It's like nah, they might not be dope. Like as far as like what your level of dope is, but if I see potential in somebody, which I think everybody has potential, and you can foster that potential and you can support people within their potential, I think that they can be great. Period. That's yeah. anybody. So that's on on Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> um, but I also think it's unfortunate because what you do is you discourage people. Like had I let that attitude discourage me because I didn't have like any like reputation, people just knew. Okay, this girl's showing up at Dudley Cafe with like business clothes on. <laughs> Cause for real, I was literally coming from work, so I had a whole blazer, like the whole high heels the whole. Fit, she thinks she's better than us. Like <laughs> financial district. Oh, you year. got a job. Okay, you know what I'm saying. I was, but they I was wanted. I wanted to be my authentic self. I was yeah. like, I just shouldn't have to change my clothes to be in the space. Oh, so I, you know what I mean. Also, you
1: coming from work. That like, part. When you hustle, you don't care where you... You will come in with your food. You know what I'm saying? Because you haven't yeah, yet, and you're like, now nah, I'm going, I'm going to 13th, so I can eat a little bit, but I had to come and check in with everybody. You can, Period. You gotta, so you people hustle. were
2: probably like, where does she fit in? And to be, co- to be completely transparent, my poems, it, I hadn't written in so long, so I was just getting back into it. So my poems were very, like... Uh, they were aight but they were like they're not they my writing wasn't as developed as it is now so like i just feel like people just didn't want to take a shot on me because they didn't know who i was or they didn't want to let me in period that's the truth and then like once i started like building up like you know just a name if you will which i hate you know and people start well, knowing some credibility, you, some credibility. you know, that's when everybody starts like, you know, wanting to be cool. And like you start hearing from the people that you didn't hear from before or like yeah. they be like, yo, why don't we work together? And it's like, yo, I don't know. I hit you over like six months ago and I left you like three different messages and I was very persistent. And you just, you know, so that's another reason why I think I moved the way I move. And people be like, I'd be so scared to hit you up because I think you're too busy. And I was like, nah like just hit me yeah. like just hit me up i'm going to see it i'm going to get back to you i think it's important for that because now i have to be that like i'm the middle child like J. cole yeah. says like i'm still and i'm i'm in between both like yeah. Over here where they're like, oh, you've been in the scene for a while. You've built a a nice resume. But I'm also like with the kids in school and the youth, too. So I'm really much like trying to help them get up and like develop their poetry as well. So I just feel like I'm in the middle of these two these two worlds where I'm like, "Okay, I'm here, but I want to get further. But also I see these people are over here and I want to get them further. How can I do that? And I don't think a lot of people do that or they claim to do that or claim to be unified and like low key hikey they're really not.
0: Yeah a lot Damn, of it's that's just the social media that's honest as fuck.
2: Part. And that's like no shade because like it's just I think that's just human beings. I just think that sometimes that happens and that's like I said, everywhere. Um I've had conversations with artists in Chicago, in Atlanta, in <laughs> in Texas, in Pennsylvania, in Connecticut like,
1: like Well to play devil's advocate, some people and I've heard this argument is that they're they're scared of like you're not really doing it. Like I've met up with somebody and be like, damn, this dude's really not working. You know what I'm saying? Like he what put is up, that what do you mean? Like, you know how some people have a facade on on Instagram mm-hmm. or whatever, and you're like, All right, I I want to link up and, and, and rap. Let me bring him to a to a studio, let me do this, do that, and then you show up be and you're like, Yo, you're supposed to have a sixteen ready. So are oh, you just freestyle? Okay, do you do you write? Hey, yo, bro, do you know how to count the bars? And you know, like, sometimes you have to hit a couple steps
3: mm-hmm.
1: bef- before you could go to the studio and just start rapping. And so sometimes people, like if you just became a poet, if you just, not you, but I'm saying, like if somebody's brand mm-hmm. new and they, they haven't been doing it for six months, some people are like, nah, they're not, this is just a, 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 a saying that's gonna fade away from But them.
2: then, okay, cool. But then like, why don't you give them the tools that they need to get to that space? Like, why don't you give them that advice? Like, if you if you had that encounter, let's just say this encounter happened and this person shows up and it sounds like unpreparedness, um, maybe just, like, not ready. Whatever the reason is that this person didn't come in and drop the 16 and all this other stuff and is next to this artist yeah. now that they want to be at. Because I see that, too. I feel like that's when the artist that invited that artist should be like, yo, I suggest that you go run this circuit and go do X, Y, and Z, and then come back and give me that sixteen. And when you come to the studio, I know you're gonna be prepared with that sixteen. I mean, sound was that like the question? Like, no, I no, just, no. you
1: know, I think you have answered. I just wanted to know, like, you know, because I was just playing devil's advocate because that happens, especially like I manage artists, and sometimes some people are like, Yo, I want to work with this and do that and work, work. If you're, I'm over here spending real money, real time, having meetings, doing this, you know, putting art together. If you haven't been in the trenches for a little bit mm-hmm. i don't want to sit here and work i'll tell like like you said i'll tell me Yo, but you have to you know study the game a little bit more mm-hmm. make you know make sure you don't you're not in a rush to get signed make sure you know you're not going to see money for for five years you might never see money for 10 years and then pop so you got to be okay with certain things you got to have a certain conversation with yourself
2: yeah that's real I do no. That's and that, and that's, that's what true. I tell them. I
1: tell them like, yo, listen, I'm not. I I, I don't work magic. <laughs> I don't got it.
2: true. But you. But this is my thing. You still sat down with him to even realize that yeah. you can't make that magic. Most people won't even have that conversation. Yeah. I'll
0: just that's, assume that you ain't. With that's
2: it. my point. Yeah. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's right. like you. You don't know until you have that conversation. But if you leaving this dude on scene, or red, yeah. you ain't gonna know that. And like that's also like a learning, uh, like that's like a a, a learn a teachable moment in that moment for you to him too. Like bro, you gotta do x y z do 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 and then come back. I can't make magic. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, voila. You know, ta da. Like Joe Biden says, ta da. Yeah. yeah, like, you
1: know, cause somebody come up to you and be like, I never ran <laughs> but I want to right now. And you're like, alright, listen
2: yeah,
0: facts. Like, Go
1: do some research for a second
0: You gotta drop your own head before <laughs> you come me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah,
1: but, but I definitely feel you on the We should nurture our, our you know the people that are coming up so that they don't have to travel as far as we did to get this knowledge
2: yes like that's it like i'm with you on, come that. on. I, that's like me telling somebody because people have asked me they're like yo like i've seen you everywhere how do you do it i just jump on every single thing whether it's free whether it's not whether it's yo i'll do it and i'm gonna say this on any community or youth event i will do for free like it doesn't matter period just because it's for the community and for the youth like cool right however no, we want bags out here in 2021. Why yes. am I talking shit?
1: Because no. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they get the money from the city. The city it's it's the same. I mean, do we y'all didn't... have
2: a budget? Yes. Yeah. Do y- oh, y'all don't. Let me, okay, let then me rephrase.
1: I can so free. Let me rephrase.
2: Do you have a budget? Okay. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not some <laughs> giving shit out. Yeah, yeah, we ain't going. I'm like, sis, it's your birthday and you still giving out. Yeah. <laughs> still but, giving but you But you see, your attitude has to change because once you've put
1: in a, a certain amount of hours in the gym or hours in your craft, You just can't sit with everybody they gotta have a little money they Mm. gotta you gotta hey i'm living off of this i'm putting hours of my Mm. life so you gotta give me something because you're gonna gain something as well
2: that's real too we do need to nurture like our up and coming though and we do need to nurture our youth i'm a teaching artist i stand by that ten thousand percent i think that we should always be putting our arms around each other and giving each other opportunities and platforms whenever we have the opportunity to do so when it is within our capacity to do so because some people just you know especially in this pandemic like what you think people used to do how to do how to move like it may not exist in that way no more because this pandemic has put in a lot on a lot of all of us you know in some way shape or form whether that be mental health whether that be physical it could be anything or distance like I went to South Carolina to go see my mom and I was grateful that I was able to have that opportunity because other than that, I would, I wouldn't have the opportunity to go and see her for three weeks. You know what I mean? But it, it, I was missing that, that connection. I was missing my family that there was a distance. So like, I just think that we just got to do better. Like we just got to do better, have those conversations and have teachable moments. Now I'm not saying you got to answer every single person, who DMs you or anything. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like we have to do what we can while we're here, right. you know, and do the best within our own capacity, what feels safe and healthy for us to move like. I also don't want to put expectations on people like the way that I see certain things. I don't expect yeah. for everybody to see them. But if anybody can get anything out of what I'm saying, it's it's always like, yo, humanitarianism. I love the Emmanuel can't principle of utilitarianism where it's like the greater good for all if that means i gotta sacrifice myself to save 25 people i'm gonna sacrifice myself every single time i'm not gonna think about that
1: i don't know i got a family i feel <laughs> that i got a
2: family but is it better is it and this is morbid but i'm gonna take you somewhere to think is it better that your family just think about your family 25 other families no i get it no you see what i'm I'm saying i agree with you it's like that's where i'm that's where i'm at
1: i don't know if i'm gonna sacrifice i'm just saying
2: that's where i'm at i just feel like you should do what's good (laughs) for the greater good no but i'm
1: with you yeah because the more people that eat the better
2: period
0: it feeds the the arts especially in the arts if if
1: everybody had
0: that same mindset we would win I mean, we would. That's that's pretty much what's I think taken away from a lot. Of, from along, but, but I think yeah. a lot
2: of people have this mindset. But to they be don't honest. trust that the other person has it because I don't trust. Like
1: I know I do, but not everybody trusts that the person next is gonna do the right thing. Like if, they, if there's a bag of money and everybody's like, you take one. If everybody takes one twenty, everybody gets enough. You
2: get halfway through mm-hmm. that line and they
1: be like, yo, I ain't getting no twenty, bro.
2: What's that movie? But the, the Platform. But there's th- a movie. Oh, I saw Did the food you see it with down? the food? That's perfect, and honestly, that saddened me because I was like, "Yo, that's that's how it is, though." Yeah, but you
1: could take as much as you want, and you just but oh, the rulers take one, or you just take. Huh. It's
3: that's crazy,
2: it. and then w- what happens? All those people starve because you had gluttony at the top. You know what I'm saying like it was such a it was such a dope movie to me because it hit so many different levels but like if you were to equally distribute, then everybody can eat you yeah. know
0: right. I want to talk to you about a poem that was sent to us by uh our own Mike Sanchez, unfortunately, couldn't like, be here today. Because he drank warm milk. Yeah, <laughs> I love that text. He needs some milk. Yeah, he was like, he, he told us, he's like, I'm that's always a, a bad idea. I'm like, bro. you need warm milk. I'm like, you, ain't drink, you can't, like, shouldn't drink milk. Yeah, bro. He's like, I'm say of stomach. But anyway, <laughs> for real yeah, though. That's what
1: happens.
0: <laughs> so the poem starts like this. The happiest mortal on the day. Oh, excuse me. Let me start over. The happiest mortal on the earth is he who ends his day by leaving better than he found to bloom along the way mm. where all things perfect here there would be not for man to do if what is old were good enough we would never need the new edgar allen uh, edgar albert Alan. guest can, El-
2: can i, can I yeah,
0: yeah, yeah yeah edgar albert guest i, I freaking i'm not going with like reading poems and shit like that but yeah that's um that's sent to us by our own mike sanchez job, mike. you know he wanted to give your thoughts on that, that's why he asked that. So unfortunately he couldn't be here, but you know, we still holding down.
1: Fuck warm milk.
0: Yeah, she fuck warm milk. <laughs>
2: I love this. So I'm gonna just read it one more time. Oh, it, of course, it. take um, it in,
0: observe you. That, that is your art.
2: The happiest mortal on the earth is he who ends his day by leaving better than he found to bloom along the way. I love that because that is so true. It's like it's also like how you wake up too. like that's so many different entendres in my mind. Because it's like when you wake up with that feeling of leaving the world better than what it was before, like that's just a beautiful, beautiful way of viewing every single day because every new day we have a new chance to change or make change or make a decision to change
0: and make a change right now with this podcast. Cause my God, <laughs> one of my favorite conversations. This is my
1: father. I learned deepest. a lot. I really did. Thank deepest, deepest and Definitely
0: the most awful
2: y'all I'm are y'all are good with the combo. Oh, and then, and then the second part is where all things perfect here, There would be not for man to do, which is true. If everybody was perfect, what are we gonna do, and how are we gonna buy our buy our time? If what is old were good enough, we never need the new. Which to me is a historical thing that speaks to me historically. Like the old, even though we fought so long and we fought so many battles, like we 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 still need a new, and we need a new day now. Right. So. We need yeah, something that was beautiful.
0: It's just like how the pandemic also, Thank like you. you said, has affected those new days. Because, you know, a lot of us woke up, same thing we're doing last week. You know, go see what Netflix is that you can't go outside. Mm-hmm. So I think that we all should realize how life can just be taken quickly and be boring as such. Like, mm-hmm. But it's also the best teacher because... Mm-hmm. This podcast kind of started because of the pandemic, if I'm being honest. You know, yeah. I-, I linked up with a bunch of kids, I met Mike along the way, or I should say Jay, and you know, introduction happened, all of a sudden here we are twenty weeks later almost.
2: That's beautiful. So
0: I just feel like like that poem says, it's like how can we begin each day better than we were despite what the world is hap- is going on around us? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest lesson for people during this time. Even if it's the places like, you know, down south that really don't believe in the virus and, you know, they're staying out, staying in. How are you making
2: Oh, no, that's a better? misconception. There's a lot of folks actually in the south that are, are very aware of the virus. Well, it's
0: good I, you touching that because I've seen a lot of people on in Florida and there was like no mask or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, so. no,
2: there are people that are out there being um, what I'll call careless. Um, and not as safe, yeah, okay. but there are people, cause I was just you in South Carolina line, for bro. three weeks and I saw people, it was like a weird world. Like, so some people would have masks on, some people wouldn't, you know what I mean? Which makes sense. Yeah. But, it makes it, sense. Exactly. and do my mom want, was do. totally nervous about like the virus and stuff like that too. So I'm, I don't want to like categorize everybody, but also a lot of people in Florida, low key, high key, are people that don't even live in Florida. So true. I think that Very they're getting, true. I think yeah, they're yeah, getting yeah, yeah, a yeah. bad because there's so many people out there, but I'm like, there's people flying into Florida all the time because <laughs> it's open. So that. you can't blame like Florida,
1: Floridians.
2: You know what I mean, Floridians. 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 But what you can do is maybe, and i it's 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 a hard battle. Like for me, most people would be like, oh, well, just close everything down, then nobody can go anywhere. But at the same time, it's like these are people's livelihoods too. Like they need to, especially businesses, like they need to survive through this. So yeah. it's it's a really Really like slippery slope. And artists because we
1: perform in person. And that's where, you know, you you know, connect with people and you get to do a show and there's really if you've never like if you just became an artist and you never touched the stage and you never seen twenty people, even just ten people or just like three people, if you never had that experience, experience of your heart going, damn, I'm a little nervous right now, and it's only six people in the crowd, you're like, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> but if you never, if you never have those, those are so crucial mm-hmm. because somebody could pop today off the internet, then have to go do twenty thousand people in the stand. They don't even know how to perform. They don't got the heart. Yeah. that heart going crazy or they don't they don't understand how to hold the mic properly or just the small things you learn. I just feel like, yeah, the pandemic sucks, man. Yeah.
0: We yeah. make do. We
2: make do. We are making do. I totally um, resonate with that because even though I've had those experiences, I still very much miss them. Performing virtually, is just it's not the same nah, as because not, just not, not. At Cause not
1: all. everybody got the fast Wi Fi.
2: So. Uh, well, that part, you know, tech issues <laughs> is a
0: thing, yeah. especially during a pandemic. Um, How the hell you miss the
2: tech? Tech issues is a thing, but also just like I don't know, like from a spiritual place and like energetic place, it's like there's so much that's like there's other frequencies on Zoom and on live and through your phone and computers that also like interrupt the energy waves when you're trying to receive and and pour and pour out so it's it's a lot it's different i'm blessed that some a lot of organizations and a lot of um spaces have been able to pivot to that because i think it's it is indeed helping a lot of artists still have the chance to perform and and be out here in a sense you know but yeah the closeness the the live performance. Yeah, there ain't nothing there's nothing, nothing like uh, Yeah, there's nothing like it you when can, you can you hear the music it. through the floor. Yeah, you, you just can't <laughs> like you're that like feeling. what? <laughs> My last um like real in person like concert uh uh was H- House of Blues I believe with Jill Scott. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> Hopefully
0: we get that energy back soon though cuz I like I say it, you know, to different people, it's like I can't vibe with someone over the internet. I just can't. Like, how do you want me to? You know what I'm saying? Because like, I'm a weirdo. Kind of like that because it's like like the whole dating app thing and shit like that. It's like how am I supposed to vibe out and feel you if, A, you probably don't want to meet because we in a pandemic. That's true. B, I ain't FaceTiming you because I don't even know you. Pete's P- P- going through right now. Well, no, no, it's like, it it's like nigga it's just I'm so going to know sense. you. I can like, see you, girl. Exactly. If it's like if we opening up bars. Let's go to the bar or something like that. Yeah. Give me something like, we can do in person, so yeah. I know what the hell we gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name, Peek? Shut the bitch up. Hey, hey, hey! I be Kelsey? on Hulu. I be on. Who who who's the biggest culprit? Every other ad is a dating app. Yeah, at dating site out I'm like eHarmony what's the difference it's like y'all yeah. you're just doing the same thing in different logos and colors yeah, yeah. it's
2: like how but don't knock the hustle cause yeah. like, like the hustle. if you, you find like, love
0: there like, sure but it's but that's like but like
2: podcasts like there's yeah. so many it's that's like the actually. bread aisle you walk down the bread aisle that's there's the 50 like year, no. 56 million brands to choose cause from cause it's so
1: accessible now everything's exactly. so accessible exactly bad. Might, but, but it's it's just, just like with dating apps I feel how can I don't know if
0: I meet someone on Bumble how's the difference that meet someone on eHarmony or tinder i ain't, I ain't on tight. all these apps. Right. i ain't I'm no a, no i, nah, I ain't I, I'm like, I'm a, I got so mad i was like i got i got i was like I'm, i can't meet you women and just like talk to y'all i want to meet y'all in person but we in a pandemic yeah, fuck you're, you're but anyways
2: what's your sign scorpio yeah we already yeah. determined that yeah right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's scorpio. why you want to meet oh, in person you're like i need to feel that exactly energy. it's just like i need to feel you you know what it's like because what get if? Because
0: what if like you know we all friendly over text, but what if we meet in person? I yeah, nah, like, oh, that's you. a
2: real, that's a real thing. You like know what I'm I yeah. totally feel you. So I, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't subscribe to dating apps. I'm just saying, like I don't subscribe to dating apps. Yeah, me I've been catfished before. Right now, so i ain't gonna hold you. That. I've definitely been catfished. some dude use
1: my some dude used my picture? I was like, are you serious? I was
2: like, yo, bro, you could use
1: a better one, first of all, and second of all, like. Out of everybody, me bro, I'm not even tall and like abs. I'm not a football player. Like you would use me.
2: It, it like, okay. So I <laughs> I think I've broken down the psychology of catfish. Shit oh weird. shit, spit that. People are weird. Say I that. Think, say I that. I think for my experience, it was more like I'm gonna use an image of something that looks like this. Uh, maybe for for me and my mind, like in in this person's mind, they might have thought like, oh, this is what this person would like. And I think like it's trying to get underneath like the the surface layer of things. Was he tall? The guy. Was- so okay. So <laughs> I don't want to describe. What? No, him. I want to know the guy that I don't stole you. Describe he him. Stole your heart. <laughs> nah, he didn't steal my heart. So like he told me that this was years ago. Let's preface with that. This was years yeah. ago. This was this like is- plenty of fish when it was like popping. I don't think it's popping anymore, but I don't know. But either way, so he told me he was in, in a, a, a paralegal. Um, he said he was like 6'2". Boom, got him. Um, so what's the height, bro? You said be he two. lived in like saying, a I'm Faneuil Hall you. type of area. Like all these different things. And I'm just like, okay. And like he had a nice voice. Like we talked on the phone. It was literally two and a half weeks. But I knew something was up because like every time I'd be like, yo, when do you want to like meet? This is pre-pandemic. And he'd be like, oh, you know, I'm busy. My attorney has me doing this and this and that. So he was like deflecting. Yeah. But then, like, so we finally did a date, like, finally, like, set a date. The night before, he hits me and he's like, I have to be um, honest with you. And I was like, What? <laughs> oh, shit. That's he's hilarious. like, I'm actually, and he said he was like 28 or something like that, 29. That's weird. He was like, I'm 42. Oh, my God. He's like, I'm not a paralegal. He just said the opposite. And then he sent a picture of himself. Oh, my God. And I was just like, Yo, like, I was like, I'm mad taken aback right now. I was like, but I definitely don't want to continue talking to you. And then proceeded to call me, like, a shallow bitch. Um, That's crazy. Because he thought I was, like, basing it off of his looks. But it was like, nah, bro, you lied lied to me. Like, about your whole ass life. Like, it doesn't even matter at this point what what you look like or what your image is. So, like, that was. That's weird. It was super weird. weird, But I was just like, why did you feel, like, the need to lie? And he was just like, because most people don't. I guess he just had really bad luck in yeah. the dating department yeah, exactly. Wait, but was, i've also was he i've rich, also though? did it
1: rich because i would i would have robbed him i would have uh, like skimmed him <laughs> he was like i would rob the motherfucker. <laughs> i would I would be like yeah i still want to go on the date why don't you prepay for the <laughs> dinner i want to go pick <laughs> it up and then yeah, get get the credit, nah, like nah. a limo. Nah. yo send your credit card bro just send the back of it too nah like. <laughs> are you dancing <laughs> with yeah, the food that's what that's his money yeah, no that, uh, Listen, I'm an, no. Wow. Wow. Said said, I'm an opportunist Don't hit me up Bro said he's edge The ultimate opportunist Bro said gonna cash in He said I'm an opportunist
2: Don't hit me up Saying wow Then you can be catfish I'll be like <laughs>
3: He
0: tried be, to catfish a catfish
1: Yeah, no Yeah
2: <laughs> Yo, I ain't even gonna hold you. I've totally like made a fake Instagram account.
1: Yo, people are crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I they, they ain't, ain't even gonna like, you gonna hold you. I
2: ain't even gonna hold you. Totally I, had a finsta. No, I, 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 people, I. a lot of people have a finsta. I didn't even know what
1: it was because I, I was doing. I was doing all my shit my regular one like an yeah. idiot.
2: I was that's trying to catch too. Man. I was like, hey, baby. You were like, hey. What you doing? My name yeah. is Ashley. You like send
1: the credit card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Yo, nah, that's, that's like, not digits, I want to so go sexy. out with you. I'm all I'm a cancer and yo. I'm 29 and I back talk, back talk. Green eyes. <laughs> 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 not but for real. So I I understand.
1: I understand. Nah, it, you I know what it was? It. The fake account hit me up, like, yo, you have a cash app? I wanna log into your account and put a thousand dollars in there. Bruh. And I was laughing because I was like, bro, I'm bored out of my mind. This is perfect. So I started saying like, I do have a cash chat, but my mom's email," and we just talked for like, I just wasted her time for like an hour just like go, she was like and I was like you have to call me daddy cause I don't like and, and it was white and so I was like it's black history month you have to say ha- you wow. have to say Black happy black history month wow and then you have to say daddy at the end and then I was like yo peace out bro We're just wasting your time like, wow. <laughs> cause you're like ca- it was the worst scam like yo let me log into your cash yeah, literally
0: like oh gee and, yeah, and, put, you're a, gonna...
3: and
1: put a down I'm like why can't you just send it to right. me right I'm <laughs> so like do, I'm do you
2: saying? know how this works <laughs> I yeah. don't think you know how that App works. I'm so, sorry. Shout out to the scandal. Sorry, ma'am.
1: Like, I i buy a lot of my local artist shit, of course. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do it and I gift it, to be honest. That's beautiful. Like, I'm yeah, like, well, not, that, I, mean, I don't need a support. And I'm not into hats, but right. I want to support. And I know my, my brother's into hats, so I buy a hat, give it to my brother. Then I mm-hmm. feel like I helped him out, and my brother's happy.
2: Yeah, for like 30 bucks you know what I mean you feed two birds with two seeds yeah Yeah, you know what I'm saying so
1: that's kind of where I'm at with that but I'm I'm mostly not a fashion person at all
2: same uh, I enjoy like watching you know fashion shows and especially like the shows that have like the contestants and they're like all fashion designers and they gotta make something really fast. I'm always impressed with that.
0: There's that Project Runway stuff yeah, like, like that? Project yeah, like yeah. Project Runway.
2: There was another. There's another one that I watched too. I, I can't remember the name. I don't really watch too much TV, so I'd be forgetting what I be what I'd be watching when I'd be watching it. <laughs> but um, nah, I like stuff like that because it's like it's real fast and it, it. Not only is it fast, but it's like it's brilliant to see like how people can, you know, creatively make like this whole ass outfit in like an hour. Or less, it's nuts to me. Yeah. But I'm not like huge into fashion. Like I pay attention to it, but I don't necessarily follow it. It's I cause, wear whatever. It's
1: because so yeah, and that's me right there. I fuck with like for some reason. I feel like clothes have energy. You mm. know what I mean? Like if I I wear if I'm feeling a certain type of type of feeling i wear a certain type of clothes right i'm saying and then of course i I always dress for the occasion you know that's part of it
2: i think yeah see i'm one of those people too like i'll dress for the occasion like if need be but outside of that yeah it's more comfort over anything else like i made a joke yesterday actually (laughs) and i was like y'all are getting close-ups of my shoes these are fake Doc Martens. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, anybody who really knows like what real Docs right. are going to know that they these aren't Docs. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? I was like, but I don't even care because like I spent $20 on these boots and they somewhat look like Doc Martens and y'all pay like 160
1: But does it say Doc Martin Auto or is it a different brand?
2: Nah, it just doesn't, doesn't say nothing. It's like a complete knockoff. But they it's look just, uh, just like it. The only thing different yeah, is like can buy you can tell the I threading. Like, you and know, you like could tell stores. the tag in the back like exactly. docs have the little tag off the top of the back of it but other than that like i ain't tripping yeah. like i'm a whole artist like i really don't care i'd well, rather put money into like my project yeah, exactly that's on it. my bag, that's it period man
1: it. Let me, I, I i really i've never been into fashion and a part of it is because there is that it's almost like electronic the reason why your phone looks different than my phone is so that people could tell hey he has the, the old version so then you kind of feel outcasted, or at least that's how it feels for a lot of people if you don't have the newest of the new because it's a race for that. It's a race to get what no, other people so don't things,
2: got. That's status. Yeah. We're talking yeah. about like status, like people judge you off of like what you wear. But I feel like we're kind of moving out of that to a certain degree, just for the simple fact that like we're seeing Jay Z like rap and and talk about how like his clothes like ain't that serious like it ain't that serious now granted he's still probably wearing like $2,000 jeans yeah. but <laughs> still I'm just saying like, and for
1: him it makes sense though
2: but also like you know we see millionaires billionaires who are not rocking chains and not rocking all these designer clothes so I'm surprised
0: Bezos ain't got like some freaking chain link on him he just shows up in a freaking button down <laughs> and I love
2: Jake Cole too like he chain- like he's another one also J. Cole's also an Aquarius so like hey. getting <laughs> (laughs) in the building but j cole talks about that a lot and like what i've been what i respect a lot is like he'll be in his videos with shorts sneakers and like a jersey and and his hair just in its natural state like i love that no yeah. watch, no rings, no 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 earrings, nothing too designer. It, it when I look at J. Cole, I'm like, I could afford what he's wearing. Yeah.
0: But also it's because he never he really did, did, a did a that though either. He, no, was. Yeah, he when he
2: first came he did. Did when he? he first came out, he had like a couple he chains. Had to, yeah, he had a he little roly, like he had to. you know, he's, that's that's he was how trying he, to get
0: with Nas and everything like that, right? He man? was he was he was like reason. coming,
2: yeah. you know, he was definitely wearing that stuff, but then started transitioning, like even I think on uh uh, 2014 uh, I was gonna say, yeah, Forest Hill Drive, he started, like, talking about, like, yo, this is where we need to start putting mm-hmm. our dollars and, like, what we should be doing with our money. And I think that's super important. I think I think especially uh, black and brown people are thinking more about land ownership and, you know what I mean, and uh, feeding the ecosystem of one another more so than, like, clothes and status. But it still exists.
1: Absolutely. I, now, the one thing I'll say, because now I kind of understand a little bit of it is when I have no money, everybody had their time to shine. I think everybody should have that time where, because I won't hold you. Oh, you want to flex? So you, everybody yeah, should have a flex a sec- time? Yeah, like a small, I, I agree. J- just how people you know, believe in whole phases. And you, you should have a whole phase before you start you choosing one Damn. lifestyle. Yeah, I like, no, that. I, so I agree. like that. So it's like that. Now, agree. I'm not
2: saying... To a certain like, extent. Like, still be
1: smart. Like, if you buy $2,000 jeans, make sure that you can wear them for six, five years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's a good, inv- I mean, it's not the best investment, but you feel you feel kind of popping because your jeans are expensive. They're not yeah, depreciating over time. Yeah, you, that you can wear them for six <laughs> years. I would just say, if you're young and you get a little bit of money, hey, just a little bit, yeah. but then you have to be smart enough to understand when it's time. You
3: know what I'm yeah. saying?
0: I passed my phase, too. So I had that shit like that's why the, all this shit just comes from that phase like cuz I like street fashion that's why I like the boston side of it too cuz yeah. boston like so boss mm-hmm. and a lot of those other guys like dap mm. that's streetwear and I love streetwear I like streetwear a lot more than I like oh shit than I like like high fashion yeah and I just think it's because it's more creative if for a street side you feel kind of more that energy than you do with like know i feel like that about london
2: customs london customs is an amazing artist and i feel like it's very like street like he basically can draw like incredibly um well and he paints and custom designs all of his gear his hats his his t-shirts everything should definitely look him up. Like, under yeah. What's the name said again? London Customs. London mm-hmm. Customs. Mm-hmm. There's okay. so many different people out here that are like just making amazing things. Black Picasso is actually from. I've um, heard
1: of Black Picasso. You guys have to educate me because I'm not great at this. He's really.
2: amazing. Yeah. He um is actually originally from Boston, and I think he moved recently. But yeah, amazing, amazing artist. You know
1: what? When I was younger, I was ignorant to to, bo- to, to you know what I mean. So I never. Facts. I, I thought that Boston didn't have a scene or didn't have creators mm-hmm. until I left for Cali and came back, and I realized all my resources are here. You know what I mean? Like, the my people, my local people, my community, we got people that are doing it. They just need help, you know, sometimes getting either their name out there or mm-hmm. like maybe you're the mis- missing piece to them blowing up. But, you know, there's just a lot of things that could happen in your local mm-hmm. community.
2: That's real. That's uh, actually real. And, you
0: know, like you said, you went to LA and come back, you know, everyone knows what LA is. You know what I'm saying? It's the land of high fashion, everything mm. pretty much, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Clout, all that. And Boston ain't like that, but it still has people that are deserving of like such a high status. And we're seeing them slowly get there. I feel like, yeah. but not in the way that it's done in LA. Cause then the way it's done in LA to me is dead annoying. Cause yeah. LA is so focused on like being an influencer, mm. but it's like, okay, what are you really influencing though? Like, you're more of an influencer than they are because you're a poet. You have knowledge to spread and influence other people in a positive light. These other, you know, guys and girls are just posting pictures on Instagram and shirtless. And they call it an influencer for what? A brand? I mean, okay. But deep down, you if you want to be an influencer a brand, that's how you get your bag, whatever. But the term influencer more means what you're doing for other people
2: california or la i should say in la i feel like some of that like pretentious fake sometimes is a thing but i don't think all of california is like that no it's um, it's really just socal i feel like yeah so i feel like you know certain areas are made especially in our culture to be portrayed as places that you necessarily wanna be or places that you can quote unquote make it. We all know those places that are named. I think that with Boston, what we're missing is a foundation in a sense, where like an, not a foundation, an infrastructure, where like we can build and bring artists from other places into the city and also be able to have artists leave the city and go to other places especially like if they wanted to go to labels or if they wanted to meet other inter in, independent uh, artists things like that i think that's the only thing that boston is missing that la may have new york all these you know uh atlanta i know
1: exactly what it is i'm telling you it's the media we don't have a press like we don't have a respected media outlets out here. So when people are doing press runs, you know what I mean, like celebrities or like rappers or whatever, they, they go, I'm dropping the album. I gotta go to the people that talk to the most people, which be the radio host, the podcasters right. in that city. We don't have enough support for each of ours, and we're not all well connected where, you know, they have to stop by here. They have to come. Uh- and they have, which, because that drives business, that drives eyes, and then that those respective platforms can then put the local artists on.
3: But right I, now it's hard.
2: I agree with that to a certain extent, because I definitely feel that we have a foundation here that's super strong, that when an artist comes here, I do see them working the circuit what's his name um uh, the benny benny the butcher oh shout, shout out to benny. i was Came playing the album on the way here i was playing the album. i'm tough. just thinking i'm thinking somebody Bledy. outside of boston for a second definitely did rounds 94 eighty seven point seven. 87.7 they, we have radio stations here. Then, obviously, the next step to that is like getting him on Spark FM, getting him to, the you museum. know, go to CWTFB, It's Lit, you know, people. You know, we have so many. I'm sorry if I forgot y'all. The turntable teachers, there's mad uh, there's, uh, there's, 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 there's mad everybody. people doing no, I keep shouting podcasts. Home. I and don't think I that I will be level. here all day if I do that because I am known to give at least you know, 15 to 20. That's what say that is, though.
0: You know what I'm saying? That's what we hear here for of Voices like that, so I appreciate a you. Shout out, quick shout out. Yeah, you yeah, know, like, like we voices. have so I many. Didn't even people. know Dual, some of those Dual people stuff. existed. Like, I knew it's lit and CFWT, CFWTB excuse mm-hmm. me and a new museum tv i didn't know yeah. the other people you're saying so that's good
1: oh yeah i won't lie i'm just weird. ignorant I, I ain't got time nah you have to
2: do sometimes. your research though and this is what you we do. tell artists too it's like yo you can't be out here being like so we ain't got nothing or we need to have more some yeah. and it's like wait bro are y'all like looking at like the whole area because it's also not yeah. just boston i need to emphasize that yeah, yeah, for yeah, everybody just, in boston mass. it is new england yeah. like it is new england, there's yeah. so many places that we could go and like so many places that we can build networks I have a show matter of fact two weeks from now in Worcester I've done shows in Lemonster I've done shows in Lynn I've done shows in Danvers I've done shows in Salem like you Peabody you have to branch out yeah I feel like that's how it works you know people don't always have a pulse on what's going on you can't ask me what places are in I don't know, um, Linfield. I have no clue what the scene is like out there. But there's
1: some kind of scene. But there's
2: got to be some kind of scene. And I think that's our thing is is that we, exactly. And that's the thing where it's, no shade to Chatsy House because I know it is really cool for people. But I just feel like that's another lazy tactic where people are getting into a room and having conversations, trying to get knowledge really, really fast and don't know whether or not it's like lucrative or not. If it's based off of one s- system or not. It's like w- if you want to get research, you have to do it yourself. And the best way of doing that to see what a scene is like is going to it. Yeah, You can't. You ask that. around. That's you can't be shy. because
1: my whole
2: shit but is catching the internet in is but the internet is beautiful because yo, you know how many live streams and live events I've been to. I was able and blessed to perform in the pandemic in Africa and in in um. Uh, England. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done. Like I can't afford to get out. First of all, I don't even have a passport. So even <laughs> if we weren't in the pandemic, like if they were to call me and be like, "Yo, can you come?" I'd be like, "Uh, because I don't even have the tools or mechanisms to get there right now." However, what I could do in this pandemic is utilize the internet to still physically be there in a sense without physically being there. I could be present but not phys- physically there. And I think that's the extra like the extra level that we're kind of going into is like yo most people are on their phone and on their laptops right now like you could still network and build Period. Dot. So yeah. even though we're not being we're not able to travel and get to all these other spaces in New England, we still have power within using social media and the Internet and finding open mics, for, like finding like, uh, you know, showcases and events that are happening, you know, things of that nature to get ourselves out there. There's there's a whole ass world. Like, yeah. why are we just focused on the space that we're in when it's a global thing? at least for me i want to be i want to be global you, you got to talk about the link up niggas got to link up everybody from <laughs> peabody and you know we you, know, you can't be shy with that either you got to unify
0: exactly because that's like i think the problem with that is in some people's eyes is people see themselves as you know this person who is in the arts and stuff like that and they see you know someone reaching out as okay maybe is it clout they want or is it like attention? it's like no it's just This is the space for you. This is why the city does what it does. Is because you put on for someone else and you link up with someone else, like you. You know, this is the first time you know we met. Yeah, and it's so far a fantastic conversation. (laughs) Thank you. But that's the power of you know, trust in what you got and, you know, trust in the city. And if
2: we didn't vibe, that's cool too. Like we can still respect each other for like the fact that we met, we know we're not our particular vibe and like we can go and live on our rest of our days I just think, and I, and I think that's the thing with people. It's like, fuck thinking about like why somebody's hitting you up or like the intention, like give it a chance first. Like we don't, we take risks with so many things, but getting to know people. And I think it's because we're all scared of being hurt, but it's like, you can tell and read energy, like whether or not what you can feel it before you actually, the person says it or before you can you know what i mean get to know the person and what their real intent is you feel that especially if you're in tune with self so it's like you even if you know i was watching the dreamville um documentary when they made um the album and like yeah bro like watching it be made was even it just added another layer to, to me. Album, yeah. It's fucking fire. But, like, they talked about so many different things of, like, collaborating that happened in that documentary. There was some dudes that were getting along with each other. There were some people that was, like, hating on one another. There was competition in the room. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, regardless, they shared that experience. That is dope period whether they got uh, along with everybody in the room or got along along with nobody in the room they were still there for the experience that energy and they have something of legacy because whether or not they made it on the album like they were in the room oh no they saw it be made that's that to me is like worth more than like maybe not clicking with somebody or maybe like thinking people are shady or people want clout or whatever. Though, like I'd rather take that risk to have a, to see what the experience is and live the experience than to not.
0: Absolutely. Now, have and it, have you, it's ever good you said that though? Because Revenge of the is Three is like one of the most renowned albums of the last year. It's fire. Everyone loved it, and that's not. You don't really see that with collaboration albums, especially from J. Cole. You know, usually people just like J. Cole; they don't mention the other pieces of Dreamville. Yeah. But when they all came together, it was like, "Damn, this is a." Gr- it was nominated for a Grammy. Yeah. You know, so
2: standout artist for me on that was uh, JID.
0: I like um, Guap that four thousand. Yo. I know, I know J. I. D's. He was like lyricist, standout like, artist. Like you know, well, J. D. oh D. absolutely, JID's a killer, hundred percent. Like, and yeah. what was cool was watching the
2: documentary. You saw like his his like anticipation to make sure he was in every single room and I respect that yeah that
1: was fire
2: I respect that and I respect Ari Lennox a lot because that could have been a very intimidating position to be in in a sense where you're in a room with all these like lyricists and hip hop artists and you're the only like R&P singer I think they had a few others if I'm not mistaken Yeah, because
1: they 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 had a couple more
2: but she stayed like through the whole thing from like the beginning to the end and was just like trying to jump on other stuff I was just like this is crazy because they were
1: talking about how was a battle to get into certain rooms uh to get yeah
2: could off. you imagine like the tension or like the people that were even, even in being in the the intimidated too, you know the
0: names and
2: the producers like even the producers were like all like yo we gotta make this shit slap or we like it's it's just a beautiful thing our own uh cousin Stiz was in the room Shout you know out. what yes i mean she but was yes like, she like was. Shout so out it's really dope Love you know Stizzy. when i saw that i was like this is lit like this is lit Absolutely, Boston. It's only a matter of time with, right. with Boston. Yeah. It's only a matter. Of time.
1: I, I love it, bro. I love it. I think our scene is in a great place. I think the you know there there's a lot of open mics and a lot of people like gr- in the ground. And I think that's when I start seeing, you know, the water boil a little bit. Where I'm like, all right, all right. people are starting to believe in art mm-hmm. over here. Because before, I feel like Boston was very school this and school that, hospital this, hospital that, and now I feel like the artists yes, are speaking that's, up.
0: That's the bit. That was the big I thing. I feel you like just our artists became
1: teachers and got older. son. you feel what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like they never got to see this. I feel like we're in a great time right now, especially if you're young. You know, right. I, I have a lot of great artists, and,
0: and you know, it's a couple of things that factor into that. One is the changing of a generation. So, yeah, we know Boston's got hospitals, schools, and, you know, those people who come to Boston to go to those schools will probably work in the fields in Boston, you know, Mass General to become a doctor or elsewhere like that. But I think, you know, the generation we're in now is so art conscious and is so focused on, you know, making sure the world is more brighter and colorful in an artistic way, Mm -hmm. like poetry or like rapping or something like that. But another thing I wanted to ask you both, because this is just came to my head. So you mentioned that Boston is on the rise, of course. You know, we mentioned that a couple of times.
2: I think it's been on the rise, How will yeah. we
0: know when the rise has stopped and we're there to you, too? Because I was thinking that a couple of times, you know, listening to past podcasts and stuff like that. I did even talking it to you now, because I never decades, just understood that. I think,
1: I think, that. We got, I, I think like, the stride that we have to hit, you know, I, I, still, think, I still think we're... Because I think that ride is going to be so long. That's that's what I mean. Like I, I feel like right.
2: Boston's going to be like Atlanta when the Atlanta scene busted out and everybody came to the door. But that's what I'm saying,
1: but I feel like that's going to take a couple Flo- Like Miami,
2: yeah. all of that. I feel, like, I feel like we are already starting to cultivate that. I think it's been the last, um, honestly, like five, three to five years. At least. At, at least. least. At, le- at the very least. Because I've been in Boston for... 14 years now but I've only been in the scene I feel like for the last eight maybe nine Um, and I've seen it tremendously uh, evolve so I just feel like if we keep unifying and I think once after the pandemic is over and things start to open up we'll be able to see like where we're at because it's unfortunate, but in the pandemic, we did lose spaces. Like, that's a real thing, too. Oh, like, a of lot of spaces yeah. did close down. One of, the, one of the ones that hit really hard was uh, the Milky Way in JP, uh, the Bella Luna, which housed, if you can feel it, you can speak it. Uh, <laughs> open, open Sir. So, like, for that to be gone or that space to be gone, and they were there for, what, almost 11 years? Like, that's a really long time. You know what I mean? And and that hurts. We lost the Great Scott, which was also in Austin Brighton. Um, Austin's a great hub, man. They got, it, they, they I got, performed there with They like got like four, or five, Detroit. six places. All on like one street, yeah. too. It's yeah. So it's
1: so And close. it's like multiple things. Like you see poetry, you'll see um, country music or like some kind of Caucasian right, cause stuff. Because they got Paradise then, Rock
0: Club, right? That's all um, i yeah. Yeah, they have the Paradise. I, I, I've performed they have out the out pra- Brighton
2: Music Hall. Uh, That's a great, big one. That's a great really Scott. unbelievable lord <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember everything Not yeah but we lost that as well the, i don't want to talk about the spaces that we lost because i don't want to be upset right. but yeah like that's a real thing so i think once the pandemic. If when we can go, when can we go outside? I, that's all I keep saying. Is like, when can we go outside? Back outside. Uh, when we go back outside, we'll see what happens. You know what I
1: mean? I hope. I hope that the new thing that ballers go do is spend money in the community spaces because that would be fire. Because I know, you know, I know dudes who will go to the store, like a you know a restaurant, and spend two k on the on the bill, not even sweat it. But they will never go to the to the thing and buy two k. You could buy the Pop-up local. Shop. You know what I mean? You could buy one of each clothing. You could buy that with a couple hundred. I think yeah. that should become cool. I want to see drug dealers and hustlers do that. That's what I want to see in 21, bro.
0: Like. But even if, like, they don't even end up wearing it, like you said, you repurpose it as a Interesting. gift. Interesting. You know? That would
1: just be fire. I think it would just be dope. I'd love to see it. I love no, seeing you, people no, with the You got to get man. back.
0: And I think that's what this pandemic is teaching, you know, Boston itself and other small cities like that who are on the rise in America is that's like, we kind of all we got in terms of, you know, businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, you can absolutely branch out to other states and other countries, but... You kinda of gotta start in your area. Mm-hmm. You know, you kinda of get your following up in your area. So if your customers start keep coming in from your area, who knows where else they're gonna come in, especially in a city like Boston where we have a lot of international students. Mm-hmm. You don't know mm-hmm. if one of these kids who are coming over from, you know, Japan, India, wherever they are, studying at Harvard, are gonna buy your hoodie and then bring it back there and then everyone's gonna love it. That prob- yeah, that's yeah. like That'd you know crazy that's one of the variables
1: in Boston. That's right That's a Netflix movie right there. That'd be a fire right? Netflix movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that would be a fire story to be like, yo, how did this dude get poppin He's a bum and he like he, all of he a sudden, sells his last shirt.
2: He checks he checks. That his... sounds a little close to a, a Sylvester Stallone story. Right. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I don't know the story. Uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone was actually homeless shout out to uh, that. before Rocky and pitched his uh, the script to Rocky to a couple of places and they tried to like basically lowball him he held on to it for a really long time something in his spirit even though he's homeless he has just him and his dog are out on the street he ends up getting um another company which ended up making rocky and we have that legacy now but yeah he was like legit in the streets before he caught his big break and it was over a script of rocky well jay-z
0: was like 27 before he made it you know what i'm saying it's just you gotta stay strong and i think that's the other problem with today's society, been, and, I, and I felt it myself, is like the Ageism. Need, not, Ageism? not That kind of, yeah, but it's like, when am I gonna pop off? You know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. you keep coming, you keep telling me my time's coming, when am I gonna pop Open, off? Oprah
2: and like Bill Gates and what's the dude from Apple, oh my gosh. Steve Jobs. Yeah, Tim, oh, Tim they Tim. were all in their like mid-40s, yeah, so. Pop-
1: Obama. I mean. Obama Obama had a shit life and a shit career until he was one year from being one year away. And then he, he ran and he, he did it.
2: When you're away from being like, i how mean old? like you're
1: always one he was like 40. i'm saying um, you're always one year
0: from yeah.
2: being one year closer
0: I, I i i hear that a lot with the celtics today yeah. oh, that type not, of shit. Like, that's how i know it because no, that's not, that's in the context no that's why i knew it when you said obama yeah, yeah. but that's how i know in the context that's when you're it. young
1: and you got full of potential and they say you're one year after one year if you doing real good shit, then you know, you'll be ready. yeah you know it's you're like it's one year. It's,
0: i know it in the sports is because that's what i've basically just studied but it's always like oh jalen and tatum you know they'll be good this year but next year they're going with the title but it's like then they don't, then they and it's like okay, then the next year you repeat the same thing. So duels. that's why you can't get caught in the trap of you know when am I gonna make it? You just gotta keep going. P, I feel like intro? that was
2: part of Kanye's demise in a sense to himself was yeah. that he reached a certain level and once he saw like a little bit of competition, well a lot of competition because Drake was a lot of competition at that point in time. He still is. Yeah, for a lot of people.
1: He said for a lot of people. I'm you know? just
2: saying. Uh, wait wait
1: wait. Who 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 you like? Drake or Kanye?
2: I love Kanye. I'm, I'm defending him, but went, like putting it the, like-
1: That's American. Kanye's no, American. I love I love, oh, Kanye. I love Kanye. Let's too. not
2: get it fucked up. Like, I love Kanye West and people's heads turn when I say that. I love Kanye West. But it's like, yo, I don't- I'm the type of person, like I try to separate the person from the artist. You know what I mean? Because I understand that people are real people outside of like of what they create and what they portray to the world. But, like, Kanye's a genius, number one. Number two, there probably wouldn't be a Drake without Ye. Like, that's, oh, yeah, that's real. Enough. That's super real. Drake but I think that's part of the problem. It's like... You know somebody asked me the other day like are you afraid of failure and i was like no i'm afraid of success and i think the reason why is because i i look at it in a way that i feel like maybe kanye looked at it where it's like okay i'm here so i have to always stay here if i see somebody coming for here then what happens to me i'm still successful but I might be number two or I might be a little, you know, not as high as what I was before, which is crazy that we look at stuff like that because there shouldn't be levels in anything. We're all equal or wanna be equal at at this point. So it's like, why are we thinking of it from like an industry tier level? It's like, Kanye, you're still successful, bro. You don't gotta be on the top to be successful. You already are. But the fear of like losing that success you know, not fear of failure. Cause through the failure, you learn the steps to get you to, to be Correct. successful. So if you don't try, you won't know. And for me, that's more, for me, that's worse because I'd rather try and fail than not try at all. Because then I'm like, what if, and I'm sitting here like trying to reflect back on why didn't I do what I, what I should have done. It's the success part. Once you get here, shit, like, are people gonna look at you crazy because you're not no longer here, you're still in this tier. But you're just a little bit lower on the spectrum of that said tier when you used to be at the higher level of the spectrum. And I think that's where Kanye fucked up, was like looking at it from that perspective. Instead of just loving the art and still just putting his heart into it and loving it for what it is, he started looking at it as a as an industry competition thing and I think that's where he fucked up.
1: Hey, you went broke for a little, so that should make you crazy.
2: Uh, I don't think. See, that's the thing. When you ain't when you've had no money, like, (laughs) like what is being broke? Like what is being broke? He came from nothing, quote unquote, even though his mom and his father very educated people like he was still broke.
0: Yeah. He wasn't making like five beats He wasn't beats making a what month, he was making. You know That's saying? why he's Just able to,
2: to supposedly, I don't know, look up it, what, his, what his net worth he is now. He he's he got He got back up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what are, what are we talking about? Yeah. Like being yeah. broke isn't a fear.
1: And then, then they were saying he was crazy and all that. I'm like, man. Then he went with the president. show. I was like, dang, I don't know what's going on with him. But like you're saying, you got to detach the person. Because when you're younger, you can't do that though. What happens is people fall in love with celebrities real young. So when you're young, you can't detach this person from, so that you can get older and you still love that same person and you don't remember to detach the person from their art. And sometimes they're like, Yo, why he doing, Repu- he could be Republican if he wants. That's his business. Like, you got nothing to do with that. You just hope different. You were just hoping he was the same as you.
0: Yeah, and like you gotta understand, like, artists just, they people too. So they're gonna have different opinions. They're gonna be different than you. Understandably, if you you can relate to someone, no doubt, but just know that no matter what no matter what part you think it's just gonna always be different i want to ask you you know what are your plans for the future what are your plans after this pandemic ends if you have any or what are your plans and, just to keep building now? and what's
1: out now you can talk about what's out now where can they find you all that good stuff um, gotta get you plugged in
2: my plan is to take over the world Boo-ha-ha. right pinky uh-huh. um <laughs> no <laughs> Yo, I love cartoons but old school cartoons. I ain't gonna hold you. But yeah, what's out now? Um y- oh, shit. You got I dropped body a- out. I dropped thank you. you thank got you. See thank thank body yadi 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 Um shout out Meg Thee Stallion, because she an Aquarius too, gang gang. And um
0: Negging um, the Stallion. Yeah. I love her.
2: And she got a new her. song right out with the baby right now. Cry baby. Burp, burp, burp that be go hard body is out right now on youtube i love this adaptation of this poem i love them all to be honest like each of them hold like different magical moments um, with all of them but body i think was one of the hardest outs i mean obviously entangled was hard but like body was really hard because i've never shown this much of my physical body yo shout out miss stephanie miss stephanie boston because she has said to me one day, when, when year at Bams, BAMSFest, she was like, girl, I don't know why I'd be wearing those flowy dresses because I'd be seeing that figure underneath there. And I've just struggled a lot with like my image, with my face, with my teeth. I've written poems. I have a whole poem called Teeth, and I talk about my insecurities with that. FaceTime was also a poem that came out of the pandemic that talked about my insecurities at looking at my face and body was the same thing I got diagnosed last year uh, five days after my birthday and I needed to get surgery on my neck and it was just like it was just the way that the news was delivered and everything that went through my mind while just even getting that was just it was just a different experience and i didn't know how else to really like deal but write. so literally 20 minutes after i got that news i wrote body so i think that's why it's so special to me because i was able to like literally write about the feelings i had just felt entangled came out like that too Thank you. Um, It's shot in black and white, which I thought was really cool. I wanted to do something different considering all of the other three videos are in color. And I just wanted to be more provide more like depth, meaning like black and white to me is like timeless, like historic. Like It can mean so many things. And like your body is exactly that. We go through all of these cycles and solar returns and some years like we love ourselves some years that there's some insecurity, some things that we have to work out so putting that out there in the world was very nerve-wracking but if it wasn't for danny danny reyes and figs from Mays radio to help me bring that to film we just had such a dope conversation that day and like just the way that we aligned in that room it was just beautiful to me and it's one of like Yeah, it means a lot to me, so it's out now. The response has been really, really dope. I'm not done, I'm gonna keep taking my poems and abduct- and, and doing adaptations into film. Um, I think it's really cool when we can take our poems and translate them into different art mediums. Body literally started from a photo shoot with the red curtain look- like things that you all probably saw on my Instagram. That started the series of Body for me. I love aerial arts, you've probably heard me say that three different times in this conversation. Yes. <laughs> for sure um so i wanted to do something that kind of mimicked that because i would love to incorporate me doing aerial arts while i'm performing poetry i think that would be super dope yes i put it out there in the universe yes i'm gonna do it because i claimed it and yeah it's gonna be a whole wave and i wanted to do that and then to translate it to film was another piece of it I'm thinking about putting it in like a pamphlet book with some pictures from the series and like selling that as as merch for for people who want to buy it. But also I want to like give a little special like link because low key, high key body is an actual song. Yeah, there's like instrumental and stuff um, behind my poetry, which is absolutely beautiful. And I think it just adds another layer and streaming gets you paid. Yes. I mean, slowly. I think. Yeah, it's. it's a process. I mean, it's, it's slowly, a process, right? Yeah, you also got to
0: capitalize on your own stuff. But what you know you're what doing is you're true. building
1: up your inventory of like you might not pop now, you might pop in six years. But throughout those six years, you put so much music in Spotify and iTunes. When you finally pop, they go back and look at all the that's other true. Stuff, and then they because you still get paid for them. That's After, true. Because you they can stream it when you die. You know, you're still gonna get paid. That's for That's true. So I, I always say to artists, yo, make sure you own everything, put it up for sale. Put it up when, when it's streaming. And everything, get your money, get your royalties. It's not that much, but hopefully one day when you get big enough, it's thousands, hundreds, hundreds of thousands.
2: Thank you for that extra like push of motivation. I am gonna be coming out with an EP. I think people are gonna not expect half of like what's gonna be on it, which I think is really cool. I'm just in a space. Somebody asked me the other day, like, what does five years look for you? Like, the next five years look like to you? And honestly, it's just, like, progressing, evolving, healing, unifying, staying true to myself, being my authentic self, and just, yeah, living in my purpose. Like, if I could keep doing that, everything else aligns. I don't—plans are plans, but, like, the way my life has been set up, every time I've tried to make a plan, it's never really worked out the way I wanted to. So I try to live my life right now where I'm, like, going with the flow and— I know that's kind of sometimes dangerous for, for most people, but for me it works because it allows me to be open and expand on any opportunity or, or any art medium um, without feeling like I'm restricted or I'm I'm stuck or stagnant. And yeah, that's just how I feel. Arenas one day. It's like Same I want to do hope. sold out arenas. Of course. Of course. Yeah, that's, that's it. Dream, yeah. Arenas, Madison Square, anywhere. I'm, with everywhere. You. I'm right there with you like yeah. that's that's the manifest goal manifest that shit that's what yeah it's about. we have to manifest every day
0: right you were shouting out different people throughout this episode anyone you want to get some last shout outs too
2: oh i just i there's so many names that just like flew into my head i don't want to give out too many names today want to know why Okay. because okay. if i leave out somebody i will torture myself today and that's not the space I wanna be in. Everybody who knows me and like really knows me for real knows that I love them, knows that I'm rocking with them, knows that I support them. I love, I love my community. I absolutely love Boston. So yeah. yeah, a shout out Dap. Shout out uh shout out if you could feel it, speaker it. uh shout out if you could it, you <laughs> you speak, speak it. it shout out Brandy Blaze, shout out DJ Washam, shout out Bakari JP. Like there's yo, my phone has been blowing up since we've been sitting here That's and like that. so many people have just Money. been wishing me um <laughs> Money Happy calling. birthday! Um, so shout out Battlex. Um, if I see your name, I'm gonna shout you out. <laughs> shout out T J Y Sham. Shout you. out Ario Gray. I love you. Um, Capella, thank you. I love you. Uh, Red Shades. Uh, Lisa. Uh, uh, <laughs> like I could Graham. keep going. Um, Tayshawn Taylor. Jabs. I think I said Jabs' name. Um, Zay. <laughs> the Labs. Denomis. Uh, T C P. Um, Be heard. Big um, circle. Yeah, there's I so gotta many meet these
1: people I gotta meet these people. There's so many
2: people. All the dude's podcasts amazing. that are doing their thing, I've named some of them. Like, yo, follow everybody that's doing something. Like, period. Just like support, support, support. Support is free ninety nine. Like hey, it takes two seconds hey, to post something. I don't want to hear, it I ain't got time. Nah, like it takes a second. Like just support. It's free. You never know who's looking that will discover somebody else through your page. That's real. Facts. John, hey. Mike, I'm done. Come on, <laughs> uh, bro. First
3: of all,
1: Amanda, thank you for
0: coming. Of course,
3: thank bro, you for having you know, me. This was fun.
1: We, we didn't even give you much to notice. Thank you for coming out here. Like we really appreciate it. This is dope. And funny enough, I said that we needed to do an interview like last year mm-hmm. when we met. I told you, so we're gonna do an interview together. I
2: was gonna put, I was gonna put your boy on blast too. I almost didn't because I was like, damn, we <laughs> we did meet like a year and a half ago. Yeah, we like filmed and, and everything, and yeah, it never yeah.
1: came out. You remember that? But thing is, I wasn't a part of the project. I, I don't even know. But you was,
2: you're not, you know, you was, I was a part there. Of, stop playing. You was there. I wasn't there. A part of that project though. But you was there. No, I'm saying I was there. And I but watched. But you was you asking film. me some of the questions too. Yeah, that was the first time. He was That's like, your whole voice. Yeah, he was the first. And, time. and he's telling me he's not a part of it. But you yeah, just heard he's narrating so, and asking wow. the wow. interview, right? You know I mean? No, no, hold on. Nah, don't back no, out of it now. That was no, the first time no, I I
1: even heard of the entire project. I we shot same. But remember, we shot. So he told you that day.
2: Yep sir just like you did okay you told I'm, me yesterday and i'm, I'm here today am yeah, like Yo. he did me like you did me no yes. we're gonna air this so we're gonna air this yes no because he, I, and no I swear you're not to gonna God, air this you're not gonna air no, 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 no i love I, him no but for but real I'm, t- I'm
1: telling you i he told me that day to <laughs> do that shit and i'm like yeah why would we just finished filming yeah i want to keep working but i didn't i wasn't like a part of the production team and i didn't make that up i didn't know what that he just told me to do to say it
2: okay so what i'm gonna say is, yeah. is that we met a year and a half ago yeah, and, and we interview. filmed yeah you interviewed me and it was no really, i said i was gonna interview for my platform i know but you interviewed me that day that and day. i was like yo i was like i like your vibe and then when you talked about your podcast i was like hell yeah i'm down because did you just see what we did right there yeah that's dope you know Legit. i i'm just teasing uh-huh. like nah, i love, nah, you, I love him but i was just like hey when do you think that's you were coming out that day.
1: you wasn't because remember i think he was late or something
2: See, now don't oh, air shit. this. <laughs> no, <laughs> just, I'm, just like, I'm I'm remembering just like, that day. I'm like, yeah. No, I, I was Aggie as hell. Um, I, and I was super late. You know what it was? I had my kid with me too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I had yeah, two yeah, kids with yeah, me. Yeah. I had my son and I had my son's friend, right? Yeah. That's why I was Aggie because they had did some... They had did some, some some stuff while we were on our way there. And I was more aggravated with I could that. I you
1: forgot about that project. So it never came out?
2: I know... Yeah. no i don't think so but like yo you know who we talking to i am a to dm you and i'm yeah. gonna be like yo where'd project at? because like me and alex like where Yeah, I that? did. I, that
1: wasn't my production they were just like yo you want to do it i'm like fuck it why why don't i want work i'm hungry Even now you said day.
2: now you said that and you also told me you were managing an artist yeah, at a, the time we, are you still expanded. yeah we expanded are we just you just
1: dropped his name is Jay hustle this dude bro he's nasty you know he has a real mainstream sound mm-hmm. um we just dropped the project j hustle hustle season go check it out it's fire he just dropped a song too he, he has a song with sue surf coming out he got you think um, like with
0: nights i've seen that
1: he's young though he's just a hustler like He's sixteen. I mean, Eddie Are you kidding with me?
0: Nah, he came in here. I'm like, bro, older, he just look me in the face. Sixteen. I go, his bullshit. YouTube
1: is hitting five k, seven k, eight
2: k. I love that. Like, I, I love the fact that, that he is sixteen. Okay, you got me. He's on, he's on Spotify, it. right? Yeah, he's on yeah, Spotify. Yeah, he's on Jay everything. Hustle,
1: but like, yeah, Hustle. Jay Hustle. That, that's the right. That in comedy is the passion. I stopped doing the podcast, but I'm back on this podcast, and I'm going to drop my own. Because what happened is, shit ain't work. You know what I'm saying? At the time, like, I, I didn't own all the equipment.
2: So uh, when yeah. you don't own
1: your equipment you can't do shit on your time you can't do how you want it so
2: yeah it's i hard. found him actually he got a he's got some good streaming numbers huh yeah
1: no he gets nice and we just started paying we started doing like the marketing plans and we're gonna roll all that out for everybody and this 16 he, yeah he's oh, nice nice. Hey, he's sorry. nice yeah he nice. but yeah sorry
2: back to my Nah, that's to my, my shit. like favorite that's like my favorite song right yeah. now baby back. mama ain't shit that's she won't let me out. see my son. Amanda, for real, thank you for coming. We appreciate it. <laughs> thank you for um, having me. Shout
1: out myself because I always work hard. I love myself. I live a good life. I live amazing. I'm happy Amen. to be alive. <laughs> ain't nothing better, man. I
2: ain't Stop nothing better is. than good my sir. life.
1: So I just always shout out myself. Thank you, God, man, for everything.
2: I love myself. I hear you.
1: Hit it, Pete.
0: Man, I got to shout out the town, the North End. You know what I'm saying? That's how we come. Six One Seven, Little Italy. That's the gang. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. That's my Christmas squad. That's where we coming from. <laughs> That's why I want to make it, like, I want to make it because it's, like, I love that. No, I love the city, and I just tell them, like, this is where I'm from. Like, I live in Revere, but I just exist in Revere, I always say. I don't, like, live. There. You don't spend your know money out mm. there? Nah, I, I freaking, I go from... North end to my house and back. I ain't even traveling for a yeah. bit. But yeah, that's what I got to shout out. I got to shout out Mike too. You know, shout out Mike, be for hey, hey, Mike Sanchez needs some milk.
2: Yeah, why you
1: drink warm milk? <laughs> Girl, I need warm <laughs> I milk. Think that's the funniest <laughs> shit in the world,
3: Warm yeah.
2: milk actually allows you to go to sleep at night. Low key, high key. So. I hate milk for some reason. I, just I, I, I drink I almond drink drink. I drink I milk. milk. I don't drink that I don't drink that shit. I drink almond milk.
0: I don't drink that because I heard how they make it I've seen it make it. I've
2: totally seen the documentary. They just torture
1: those animals.
2: Yeah, they totally do. I mean, like, it's like
0: basically dead.
2: Cool. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, they stuff. Yeah. yeah,
0: you, know, you, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Somebody and in do. order
2: to even get milk, they have to. Yes. Yeah. So. Which is the sad part, you know what I mean? Right. Like,
0: free the cows, bro. Free the cows. You're just getting them pregnant to drink milk. Almond milk. Just, drink almond milk. Drink oat milk. That's what you need.
2: <laughs> that reminds me of the comedian from last night. There's so many different milks. Oh, soy. <laughs> is yeah, This just
0: just drink that shit not the cow goat milk not the cow <laughs> titty but man shout out Amanda thank you for coming in thank so much this me. was one of my favorite episodes so far thank absolutely. you shout absolutely. out Mike shout out and the out longest Abe. one by the way yeah, we have, we have some. We had a long one a while we know this was a good conversation this was like a good deep Thanks, conversation that people have saying? to yeah. I
2: appreciate it. Exactly. all put
1: that whole thing in there let's
0: get yeah. it and good.
2: I'm gonna come back when Mike is here oh I absolutely like, trust me Hey, once you wanna
0: say that you wanna say that for life trust me we just the DM away when you have anything
1: dropping, you just let us know. We're definitely gonna post it. Got you. In a yeah,
0: couple months, if you
1: do like a press run, definitely always keep us included. Like, appreciate
0: that's the vibe to say that. You know, put it on for the city of Boston. Yes, I appreciate but, that. Thank y'all. I mean, we didn't address on this earlier, but Amanda, you gotta know, you don't say this. You say, say that. that. Right, Thank y'all.
2: Peace. Lot.